So, hi everyone, my name is Denise Ferguson and we are listening to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. Today we are here with Jackie Novel. Hi Jackie, how are you? I'm very well, Denise. Yourself? I'm not very well, but I am absolutely fine. I've got a little bit of a virus that's making me a bit... But I've got some wine, so that's fine. Have you got a drink with you today? Wine always makes everything better, doesn't it? Wine makes you fine. Yeah. Yours looks very delicious. So, yeah, Jackie, Sauvignon Blanc. How is it? Oh, classy. Yeah. So, Jackie, what's your business called and what do you do? So, I run uh, awardsforwomen.com. And essentially, I'm on a mission to make sure that women in business blow their own trumpets and shout about their success and enter themselves into business awards. Um, and I'm doing that because I used to, as part of previous jobs, organize awards be asked to be judges on awards um help set up award ceremonies that type of thing and it always used to make me really really cross that there were loads and loads of men shouting about themselves saying i'm fab putting themselves forward for the awards and in comparison hardly any women and yes that got my back up and i wanted to do something about it Uh, and so now i do i am I'm trying to get this year 50 women entering awards that wouldn't have entered otherwise. And I'm halfway to doing that. And we're halfway through the year, so we're on track. And uh, I just want to make sure that women know that they should be entering awards, that they should be getting this recognition that they deserve, that they're missing out on because they go, oh, well, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I'm not the right person to enter or my competitor's better than me. You only have to be as good as the other five people who entered your category not not the best person in the world at what you do I just wouldn't even consider like entering an award it just wouldn't even enter my head and plus I I kind of associate them with people who pay for awards too like I know that's that's probably completely wrong but there are awards like that out there so that kind of association really puts me off because I'm so I'm going to use the word that everyone hates but it's really important to me to be really authentic like I literally say what I see I am like you've seen me you've you've been in my world for a while and you know that if I see something I say it if I feel something I say it if you know there's no bullshit when it comes to me at all I just can't do it so the thought of somebody think I mean I know I don't care what people think about me and, and I don't but the thought of being associated with a an award that you can pay for would yeah. crush me. And there are bullshit awards out there. Yeah. And those are the ones that you usually get in your inbox going, you've been nominated for an award and all you have to do is fill in the form and send it back. Um, you, you probably haven't, unless you're, um, you know, an absolutely world famous actor or something, you've probably not been nominated. You're just on someone's email list. I get them all the time. I know nobody's nominated me for anything. Um, And the way to tell the difference between a bullshit award and a genuine award, there's there's three simple ways. So number one, a genuine award will have a deadline. Nine times out of 10. There's a a few things like uh, the Queen's Honours Awards and stuff that don't, but most awards that are proper will have a deadline because they need all the entries in to judge them. Um, Number two, it'll have a ceremony. So if it's a proper award, it will have something where they're going to announce all the winners. It won't be 
a bullshit award where they're just rolling out winners throughout the year and saying to people, you can now pay for a trophy, you can pay for a certificate, you can pay to have your photo in front of our branding. Those are just not genuine awards, you're not up against anyone. If you enter and you fill in the form in any kind of basically sensible way, you win the award. It, that's, yeah, you're not up against other people, you're just winning because they want to make money out of you. Um, and the, the third one will be, you can look at the past winners. So if you look at the winners for say 2020, and there's a list of, this is who won it, and maybe there was a runner up as well, great. If you look at it and there was 47 people who won in that category, that's not a genuine award, that's it. These 47 people were mug enough to pay for it. Or, you know, people want to pay for it because they want to boost staff morale and so on but it's not the case that they won an award against other people. They just paid for it. So that's, that's the one to avoid, I would say, the, the bullshit awards. But the genuine awards um, can bring you an awful lot of benefit for your business, um, more so than, say, putting out an advert, because an advert is you saying, my business is great. An award is saying, other people think my business is great, which gives you a lot more credibility than you can pay for. For example, if you put yourself forward for an award, um, at the moment, you might say, I save businesses on average 10,000 pounds when I do their lease. If you enter for an award, you've got a judge uh, from a credible background standing on the stage saying, Denise's business saves people this much money. It's the same thing, but it's now somebody else has said it. So you've then got that to use on your website, on your social media, on everything that you're sending out to your clients. And it's somebody else endorsing your business and saying that you are head and shoulders above the people around you. You'll get things like um, a badge to use on your website that will say that you were shortlisted for an award or won the award. So it's, it's a really good way to add gravitas to your business, particularly if it's if you're in a field where you feel that, you know, it's difficult to differentiate yourself or people don't know what they're going to get when they come to you. It's, it's a good way to give, give your business credibility so I would definitely say it's worth entering them if your business has got things like you can demonstrate growth and you can demonstrate that customers like you you've got customer testimonials that kind of thing uh, and that you know you, you actually show that your business is going somewhere rather than you made 40 quid last year and it's all a bit of a disaster at that stage don't enter a business <laughs> well we've all had years like that so yeah well but Element, Last year, yeah. <laughs> there's an element when you were talking where I was thinking but I would feel for the other people in the category too because I know how hard it is to run a business and I would hate to feel like I was stepping on the toes or stepping over somebody to get an award too so there would be an element of me thinking we all freaking deserve this because we don't work for somebody else we've this is blood, sweat and tears. Like we have worked our asses off to get anywhere near this stage. So there would be definitely an element of that too. There is. And I think as well, you can use that whole thing of you've been shortlisted with a load of other businesses. Well, you can get to know them and you can shout about them as well. And they can shout about you. I mean, I, um, I won a particular national award a few years ago and I'm still in touch with about five or six of the people I met through that who were other finalists and other winners at it and still you know in a business sense 
um, work with them now. So, you know, you can build relationships that way and it's a great way to big other people up. Obviously there's gonna be an overall winner. And I suppose that's like it in any element of business. It's almost like saying, well, if I place an advert, somebody else might not get the piece of business. Some, I might get a piece of business that they might have got. Everybody's there to, to run a business and, uh, and, and to do it to their best of ability. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very good way to, uh, to raise your profile as a business. Yeah, um, something that I've ever considered before. So you've definitely made me think more favorably about it because I really was in that space of most of them you pay for. So I'm not actually really interested in that, but I can see how there's a benefit of it without kind of stepping on other people. And even if there isn't, then I could definitely, you know, help other businesses. I never worry about being a competitor or or anything like that in my field because like what I do is completely unique so that's really helpful but yeah no you've inspired me to think about that so what got you into this business this is this is so for me, like for me to say to somebody else your business is quite unique <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it is yeah quite niche yes um, so I'm a I'm a journalist by trade so my skill set is taking people's stories and making them into something that resonates and it sticks in people's memories and picking out the bits that are really interesting and turning them into a great story and that's what I do if I'm doing award entries with people is you know talk to them find out all the stuff about their business and then weave it into a great story so that a judge isn't going to file it straight into the round hole I go well we won't bother with that one so that's that's how I bring that skill set to it um but also I've done quite a few awards myself in the past so people started coming to me going oh I've seen what you've done can you help me do that because because I'd, I'd like a bit of that as well I've seen the, the coverage you're getting in the news about it and and so on so uh, it kind of just built itself without me ever ever trying to create it as an idea to be honest it was just a word of mouth thing but you don't have to use someone to enter you into awards. You can enter it yourself. And there's this misconception that these, these judging panels sitting there who are looking through all the businesses and going, oh, yes, that one deserves an award. And it, it just doesn't happen like that. You have to sit and fill in the boring entry form yourself and send it off. And that's how you get shortlisted for an award. You, you just have to be in it to win it. And you're that always going to have a lot more chance for the person who didn't enter. That is so fascinating because I've always wondered how, like, what, like, because at the moment in my industry, the beauty industry, there's lots of awards going on. And I've always been like, how did they pick you over other people? Because I work with so many amazing businesses. And when they come and they're like, oh, Denise, I've been nominated for this. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. But how, how have you and not all of the other brilliant people that I work with not been nominated? So is, is it traditionally because... Right. Oh, okay. If your business isn't winning awards, probably the only reason is you're not entering them. If your competitors are winning them, they're the ones who are entering them. And if you're not, then that's probably because you're not entering them. That's, that, that would be the main reason. Yeah. So you need to, need to, need to start entering and once you've done it once it gets a lot easier because the first time is a slog when you're trying to go oh I've got to pick out all these things about my business and what's the quirky bits and what's memorable but once you've done that once 
you can essentially rework that again and again. And I always say, if you are running a business, you probably want to be entering on average about one award a month throughout wow. the year as part of your marketing in the same way that, you know, you do your social media and you do it however many times a month and so on. And then, because a lot of them, you know, you enter it and you don't even hear back for six months or some, some of the big ones, you might not hear back for two years. So if you're entering them fairly regularly, fairly regularly, you're going to have something on your social media to shout about to go, I've been shortlisted for this. It's amazing. And getting all this coverage, a reason to send out press releases to people about your business because there's actual news to talk about. Um, you might get judges comments when you're shortlisted. You'll be on a website. It all helps your search engine optimization as well leading back to your own website it's a reason for other people to talk about you so you've just kind of got this rolling thing coming in of things to talk about and of course you're not going to get shortlisted for every award award you enter you know if there's there's going to be times you don't but there's going to be times you do if you're entering them regularly enough and it's going to be going to be worth your while so I um, never yeah. thought of it like that at all and I think I would have to have a mindset conversation with myself about how I feel about saying, look at me and how amazing I am. Cause I never speak like that. I'm always like, I helped so-and-so and I helped so-and-so and I helped so-and-so. So when it was, when it would be about me, I think I would really struggle with that. Or I, like my automatic reaction is that I would struggle with that. But you've got all the stuff already because you talk about on your social media and so on, you talk about, this is a person I helped. This is how much money I saved them. This is the absolute state their lease was in before I worked with them. This is the, the horror of what happens when people aren't working with me. Then they work with me and I take them from A to B. And at the end of it, we've got happy clients, happy salons, wonderful salons that are keep up, keeping on running. You've got all that stuff. You just have to put it into an entry form. It would be it'd be so little work for you to do because I think you you've got all the stuff. You haven't entered one by this time tomorrow. I will be upset, Denise. <laughs> oh, it sounds so terrifying. I'm not very good at things like that. I'm absolutely very comfortable talking about how I can help other people and how I help people, but when it's associated with me, I'm a bit like this isn't about me. I my comfort zone is helping other people. But you're helping more people by doing the award because more people will know about you. Oh, you know the words to use against me. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> and then more people can get your help and they won't be stuck in rubbish leases. So true. So mm -hmm. true. I was really terrified yesterday because there's so many different platforms where salon owners can ask different questions. And whenever it comes to anything to do with leases, I get tagged in it loads, which is great. So such a great position to be in because then I can really help people. But then I forget that not everyone knows who I am. And there was so yesterday I was in a position where I was helping people on somebody else's um, platform. It wasn't one of my groups or anything. And they were asking questions about leases and I got tagged in it loads and I was helping stuff. And then I realized that a wade of people, not very many, there was only like three, but like three people came in and said, um, oh no, you don't need to do this. What you need to do is, and then it was like an, a finite, you need to do this. And it was like really bad information. 
And I was sitting there going, that means that you, like these salon owners, I was like, that means you've got a shit lease because you're giving shit advice. And that means that you've been convinced that the shit lease you've got is good and you're transferring that into other people. And I was like, oh no, like every single time I feel like, oh, there's so many more people I need to help. It's so funny, but my God complex of having to help everyone. Well, I think we're all a bit like that, aren't we? We hate it when we see people getting it wrong, when we know you could just get this right. It's, it's actually quite easy. Just just do this, not that. And uh, yeah. 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 So when you start entering your awards tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <yeah. laughs> okay. And when you do this tomorrow. Yeah. What I'm going to suggest is that you look for niche categories um, and think beyond what you do. So don't enter awards for surveyors because the people who are most going to hear about those are going to be other surveyors oh god boring services. you want to be thinking about um awards for women in business or awards that cover your area if you're dealing with you know salons that are quite often bricks and mortar in your area um there'll be lots that are i don't know how many years your business has been running but you know they're often niche by business that been running under five years, five to 10 years and so on. Enter the nichest category you can, because if you think about it, if it's best business of the year, every business can enter that. If it's best business of the year that's got a turnover between X and Y has been running for this number of years and has uh, a, a female, female owner, then there's maybe 10% of the people who could enter that award that could enter that one so you're up against fewer people already so that's that's good because you know you're up against a smaller pool of people you only have to beat them not the world um and another thing you want to be thinking about um is entering awards quite early if you can and that's not because you get more chance of winning them you don't but uh, a lot of awards get very few entries, particularly in the niche categories, because there's not that many people who can enter them. And a lot of people can't be bothered to fill in the forms. So just by filling it in, you're in with fairly good chance. And if you enter early, you help stop the organisers scrabbling about at the end going, oh, let's promote it. Let's tell everybody on Instagram. Let's tell everybody on LinkedIn because we haven't got any entries in. And then that more people are going to enter and you're up against more people. If you get yours in early and hopefully a few other people do, they might go, okay, we've got enough in that category to produce a shortlist. We can calm down on that one. Let's promote this category where only two people have entered at the moment. Um, so that's another, another tip is uh, get your entry in before the last minute. What's the benefit to these organisers to have award ceremonies at all? So there's lots of reasons. So they're often run uh, by a business publication or a magazine. Uh, so it raises their profile, um, will then help them attract in the future more advertisers because they're more visible themselves. So they're raising their own visibility. Um, sometimes it can be to make money and they're getting that money in through sponsorship of the awards. So sponsoring awards for the actual sponsors who come in can cost anywhere from a few thousand to tens and tens and tens of thousands so it can uh, hopefully at least cover the cost of the awards because it costs an awful lot to put on an awards ceremony 
awful lot when she starts paying for staging and lighting and music and all the things you don't think about. That's probably a good point to then talk about during COVID. So did mm. did the, all of these organisers still continue to have a level of award ceremonies without the actual physical award ceremony? Or did some people shelf the awards completely? So some did them online, which was actually great because it meant that, well, it was great for the people entering. I mean, you didn't have to go anywhere. You didn't have to get a taxi to anything or pay for a dinner or anything. You just had to sit in front of Zoom and go, yay, I've won. But you get a bit less visibility from it. But yet yeah, a lot went online and some are still online or just starting. Just starting to see the first few sort of booking in now for October, November time where they're kind of thinking, hopefully by then I'll take a punt and I'll be able to do something face to face. A lot died completely. So there were a lot of awards uh, that were around 2019 and there's nothing about them anymore. I think they've all just kind of died a death and went out of business down to COVID. Um, and some of them postponed it. So some of them said, okay, we've got all our entries in 2020. We're just rolling them over. We're not taking any new entries in 2021. So if you ended last year, you're still in it for this year. So it, it, it varied. They all made different decisions. And I think probably hard decisions for a lot of them and they probably all lost an awful lot of money from it but there are still a lot of awards I mean I could probably list 10 awards immediately that you could enter today that are open open for entries now so uh, there is not a shortage of awards to enter out there you just have to be maybe look a bit harder than you would have done before there are some new ones popping up this year and we've just got the um the great british um businesswoman ones that have just popped up which are closing in a couple of weeks so that's something that's new and so it, it's, it's still happening people are still organizing awards there's still stuff to enter so what would you say are the three main reasons why people should enter awards uh, number one it gives you great credibility to your business just being able to have you know that badge that you won something on the bottom of your emails and your marketing material on your website if people are glancing through it and it just gives it a bit of gravitas go, oh okay they're not some sort of weird made-up business because they've been around a while and have won something um number two it gives you something to shout about that's new and different that's not this is what my business does and, and this is why we do it or and here's me going for lunch at the pub it's actually something something you can shout about in a lot of different Between ways going to the pub <laughs> while you're at the pub why not <laughs> I'm at the pub celebrating my award win yesterday <laughs> yeah. you can do things as well like you can do a promotion off the back of it so you could say to your customers celebrate with us we're giving 10% off for the rest of the month because we've just won this wonderful award so there's all kinds of things you can do with it um and I suppose the other thing is uh for your customers so the customers that have worked with you it's a way to then thank them and say thanks for all these people who gave us testimonials thank you for all your custom over the year look we've won this and this is thanks to to your continued support it can help you retain customers make them come back for for more because it's, it's it's another reason why you are a standout business 
Yeah, you've really made me think. Before I spoke to you, you've annoyed me. You have annoyed me. <laughs> have I given you something else on your to-do list? Now? Yeah, well, no, somebody else's to-do list. I am genuinely one of those business owners that's like <laughs> anything that isn't in my realm of excellence is definitely definitely gets passed on someone else. Sorry, Sally, but you, you are definitely getting this. But um, I, before I was thoroughly a person that just had no interest in it whatsoever like even even when like I heard you talk amazingly on on clubhouse rooms and stuff like that I was like every like for everyone else that's amazing but for me just not interested because it was too much to do with me and like I just wasn't interested in me at all but now I'm like oh damn that might be a good idea so yeah because yours is a story business you've got you've got a reason why and you've got a background to it and you've got something that's memorable and you're the only person doing it so it's quirky everybody's going to go oh I didn't know that was the thing you're in, you're in a very strong position for entering awards and there's a lot of businesses that aren't that are you know very similar to what everybody else is doing but yours is very much that so I would say for you at the moment yeah I mean off the top of my head you've got the NatWest Every Woman Awards which I think you might have a chance in but you have to be swift on that one. They close in another week. Um, you've got the Woman Who Achieves Awards. There's um, a services category on that, which you should be going for. Uh, and you've got the um, the Great British Business Woman Awards. There's um, an entrepreneur category in that one. You absolute horror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the rest of your week sorted. Oh, no. <laughs> oh that's so annoying Jackie you've really got my head buzzing but there must be an award for every type of business so how do people get in touch if they're listening to this and thinking I think that I want to apply for awards well if they want to have a chat to me um I'm my website's www.awardsforwomen.com very much a Ron Ron Seal name I'm all for Ron Seal. I am all for Ron Seal. The only thing that I'll um, ask you though is the question that I get asked a lot whenever I'm in rooms that are just for women because we know each other from Clubhouse is what about people who are transgender or non-binary? How does that work? Oh, interesting. I don't know. I've never really come across that question before. I know they're certainly thinking about awards criteria I've been reading over the last few days because that's how exciting my life is um (laughs) I read small print so do I (laughs) they've all said things along the lines of people who identify as women are are included in this so um I would assume that if you were somebody who identifies as a woman that the award will be will be open to you um and there's always terms and conditions but I would assume that that would be the case for all of them now god then that's going to that's going to find a whole like hole for non-binary but you know that's I mean everything has to evolve over time so I suppose over time that's going to have to sort itself out so that non-binary people have their space in well if there already is so there's um quite a lot of uh, awards out there specifically around diversity and that diversity can be around um race or gender or disability and all kinds of all kinds of niche categories so they're already if you want to enter an award based around that specifically then there's that that is out there already and exists um and 
if you were non-binary, I don't know whether you'd be able to enter the awards that are just for women. It would depend on that awards, small print, but there are most of the awards out there, the majority are open for everybody regardless of gender. So uh, there wouldn't be any shortage of anything to enter. There's plenty of awards for men out there. I'm just uh, helping the women because they're the ones who don't shout about their success as much. Oh, no, I get that completely. I sing, I wax lyrical about the statistics of um, women who don't apply for jobs, even though like this statistic works for lots of different conversations I have, but women don't apply for jobs unless they under, unless they have done 90% of the criteria within the job specification, whereas men will apply for that job if they have understood 50% of what's been said. And that is what we do to ourselves every single day. Hmm. And I don't, I don't know why women aren't shouting about their success. Is it something where as children, we're a bit more taught, oh, don't brag about what you do. Don't, you know, blow your own trumpet. It's, you know, it's rude to be shouting about your success. I don't know what the reason is, but I want to change it. I am amazingly comfortable talking about how I help people I have absolutely no shame in that and I never even question that at all I never talk about my own successes and I don't I've never even thought about that before so eek. Eek. it's time Denise it's time oh, it's so uncomfortable <laughs> Jackie you're horrible to me <laughs> so we are coming to the end of the podcast and we end all of the podcasts with the eight mile moment. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I love Eminem and I love how he does all of his rap battles by saying the worst things about him. He's skinny, he's white, his mum lives in a trailer so that his opponent can't say anything bad back to him. So Jackie, what are the worst things about you? Excellent question. So many to list. I, I talk over people. I, for some reason, I just don't kind of get always when somebody's finishing I think they're finishing and they're not and then I start talking and they stop and I start and yeah I talk over people it's really bad and I tried to stop it and it doesn't seem how to work. do you manage that on clubhouse that must be hell I know I jump in and go oh sorry oh oh sorry oh sorry or I keep talking and somebody else is talking oh yeah it, yeah it doesn't work particularly well um well I am I am absolutely terrible at putting clean washing away I wash it all and then it can sit for a week, two weeks, three weeks in baskets at the end of the bed or waiting to go back into wardrobes until the wardrobes are all empty. So that's, I'm really lazy about putting it away. I wash it and that's it. Uh, and the third one, uh, it's a bit of a weird one. I'm scared of plug holes. I'm sorry, say that slowly. I'm scared of plug holes. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, yeah, of plug holes. I don't know. I just find them really, really, ooh, I can't touch them or anything. Oh, wow. How weird. I'm petrified of frogs. Ooh. And I feel like I'm asking you the question that everyone asks me, what do you think they're going to do? And I'm like, well, they're not going to do anything, but I will instantly die. And you're like, oh, uh, uh like they'll do nothing but it's not that is it it's like in our hearts we're <gasps> just disgusting Terrifying. yeah I've not never been able to, I can't wash up without gloves or anything can't go near plug holes oh Ooh. 
I'm I thinking. Can't, like, I can't put my hand in a sink without gloves on. Oh. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> what are your bad things? Thank God we're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Jackie. Thank you, Denise. Lovely to chat to you. And you. And as always, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast, you can contact us at podcast at find-surveyors.co.uk. Say goodbye. Bye.